to the Momnificent Podcast. This is the place where we help parents live a happy, healthy life with their kids. We're going to show you how to connect with your child and help them even in their most difficult moments as we hear from experts in the field. I'm your host, Dr. Karin Jakubowski, an international speaker, public school principal, and former struggling student. The Momnificent Podcast equips parents with science-based strategies to help you live a happy, healthy life with your kids. Welcome. Beth Shaw is one of the nation's leading women entrepreneurs in the area of wellness and best-selling author. She is founder of Yoga Fit, the world's largest yoga school, and is a mind-body fitness expert. Beth, thank you so much for joining me today. It is an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. So can you take us back to the moment where you started your multi-million dollar company out of your trunk? Like, take us back to that moment and what motivated you? Uh, Well, I've always been entrepreneurial. I remember in um, college, my boyfriend and I uh, made gloves for a Michael Jackson uh, concert, tried to sell them on the street. We didn't really sell many of them, but... um, yeah, so I've, I've always been entrepreneurial. I've been working since age 15, and I've been uh, practicing yoga since I was a child. And I just had an idea to start this company because I saw a need in the marketplace, and I wasn't really sure what I was doing. But um, I just, you know, first I'm starting from my living room in the trunk of my car I had products with the Yoga Fit logo on them and I was going to sell my clothing and I wasn't exactly sure how many items of clothing I had and didn't keep track of really what I paid wholesale for everything but I just knew I was going to do it and so you started yoga as a child who who influenced you in your life that that helped you with that well I, I kind of would like to think that I had a spiritual infusion because I got horrible migraine headaches as a young girl. I was six years old getting horrible migraine headaches and uh, no one in my family was really that invested in what was going on with me. So I taught myself guided meditation and guided imagery to get over the migraines and it worked um, because they stopped happening. And no one really... to make them a lot less intense when, when they did happen. And you just, that just came to you on your own. It wasn't something that you saw or you heard or you learned. And then at what age did you kind of like take it to then realize like I could teach this to people or share it with someone else? Like where did that transition happen? It's interesting because I was a student of yoga uh, for quite some time. And in my kind of early mid-twenties I decided to go take a teacher training and at that time the only trainings really available you had to go in residence for a couple of weeks to a month and I uh, did that and then the name Yoga Fit came to me on a bike ride one day and I trademarked the name I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with it but um, after my teacher training I thought you know maybe I'll go teach seniors or my grandmother's retirement home or something. I didn't really have a concrete plan, although I did go into health clubs and start teaching. And everything kind of came together at the right time in the right place. Mm. And so 
maybe one of our listeners is thinking of starting a business or they're in the middle of it and they're facing the struggles and the obstacles that just naturally happen. What's one one of the challenges you faced and what helped you uh, go through it that might encourage someone listening? Uh, well, when you have a business, I, I, there are few days that are not challenging, especially if... Um, you know, you're type A or you're perfectionist or you're of a growth mindset. So, um, and I'm in the middle of doing a pretty major uh, property renovation right now. So I I think the same principles apply and that is to, to have a goal and every day to take some steps towards that goal. Uh, keep the goal in mind. Um, this is where the practice of yoga and meditation come in handy as well because you need to just be present in the moment and a question that I ask myself often is like what needs to happen today and not everything you know to the goal of the project is going to happen today but just what can I do today to further my goal and it's just you know chipping away constantly at, uh, at your goals and when uh, when you or someone listening or just in life, there's 101 things going on and you feel like you're running 110 miles per hour or you have all these deadlines and, and, and the stress and the anxiety starts to like seep in, what is, what is something that you notice and, and something that you do that can help our listeners to just to um, get them from A to B and be aware, even though there's a ton of things going on that you have to get done? What works for you? Well, there's simple things like making lists. I like to actually put the lists up on the wall so that there's a sense of accomplishment when you check off uh, one of your line items. And I also think that a lot of positive affirmations and self-talk go a long way in just kind of keeping yourself present, keeping yourself calm. And I also find, obviously, meditation is a huge way to get clarity, to de-stress, and to give your mind a little break. Mm-hmm. And do you kind of, will you just stop yourself in the middle of your day and just have a moment? Or is it something that you um, just practice kind of morning and evening? Or I will typically get to a saturation point um, mid-afternoon where my, it's that time usually where I would go for a cup of coffee or something sweet. And that's usually when I'm like, okay, I need to take 20, 30 minutes out and at least do a guided meditation. Oftentimes I'll fall asleep, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, and then I come back with uh, more clarity, more energy, more focus. And then you're also able to have an evening. And I know that, you know, mothers obviously want to have some time with their children in the evening. So I think if you can squeeze in even a 10-minute meditation, it will be very helpful. So you talk about going from surviving to thriving with mind-body techniques in your latest and fourth book, Healing Trauma with Yoga. Maybe someone is listening and they're thinking, well, but I haven't really gone through trauma. So, you know, how, what would be the purpose of this book for me? What would you say to them? Well, I, I would uh, argue that most everyone since COVID has gone through trauma. If you weren't traumatized before, chances are you are now in some way and sometimes that's really sneaky like I live in uh, Florida in an apartment building and we had to wear masks up until maybe two months ago and I had like a little like 
catch every time I would go in my building and I didn't have my mask and I didn't have to wear them anymore. So I, I, you know, trauma can be very, um, it it can be very insidious. And sometimes we don't even realize that we have it. Um, I had a car that had a acceleration issue last summer, went into a tree. And I find myself when I'm driving sometimes now, like I relive that experience or I'm afraid to go too fast or, you know, if the transmission catches or something, I, I have a little bit of a jump. So I would say that most people have some sort of trauma and if, and if they don't personally, that they're aware of, I'm sure that they know someone who does. So the book makes an excellent gift for anybody who is suffering from anxiety, depression, PTSD or trauma. And that's a really good point you brought up because there's so many kids who are now getting ready to come back to school. Some of them have been remote for a year, over a year plus months, and they are probably feeling that very thing that you felt inside. And what's something maybe a mom could do or help their child with uh, when when they're experiencing that that feeling and the, the, the anxiety and the fear? Uh, there's some very simple breathing techniques that you can do, like making your exhales twice as long as your inhale, and that activates the rest and digest and gets you out of fight or flight. So it automatically will calm you down, and anyone can do this. Just make your exhalations twice as long as your inhalations. So there are simple breathing techniques like that, or even guided imagery where they can visualize themselves in their favorite peaceful place. Maybe it's the beach, maybe it's in a forest. And I think that the more self-soothing techniques we give to children now that are healthy and don't involve a screen, uh, you're really doing your children a good service. Mm, I love that. So keep your exhale twice as long as your inhale. Mm -hmm. We can practice that on our own, and then we can practice it with our kids or with our students together. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And you touch on a couple um, yoga tools to help mitigate uh, covid can you elaborate on that for us? Um, there, you know, there are um, many Ayurvedic uh, techniques that people use, um, different herbs. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge proponent of uh, maintaining a healthy diet and taking supplements. Uh, exercise has been shown to really... Uh, I don't want to say ward off COVID, but if you get it, um, you'll actually, I had it a couple of months ago and, uh, I can tell you that, it, you know, getting bit by a tick and getting sick three summers ago was worse than, uh, you know, whatever I, I went through, uh, with COVID. So, um, just really keeping your immune system high is very important mm-hmm. and stress is a major contributor to lowering our immunity. In fact, they even say that five minutes of anger can lower your immunity for up to uh, four hours, whereas 30 seconds of laughter can improve your immune system for a full day. So just, you know, this this the mindset right now. It's um, how can we stay steady in the storm? It's how can we keep calm among chaos and it's, it's really a mindset that can be taught to children mm-hmm. because they're suffering. They're suffering too. Um, trauma affects the brain. 
in a very negative way. I have a whole chapter on it in Healing Trauma with Yoga. And it reduces our ability to think clearly, or it reduces prefrontal cortex functioning. People become very hypervigilant, and they stay in a state of fight or flight constantly, elevated cortisol levels, elevated insulin levels. So, you know, um, any kind of stress management that we can give to our children, keeping them away from excess sugar, because sugar also causes inflammation, that causes a lack of immunity. So, um, it's living as healthy as possible right now, mentally as well as physically. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing all that. And maybe this ties into your um, the chapter nine in your book on Sheila, where you talk about the clean eating and the managing your foods. And I love how you not only share your story, but you have survivor stories in this book. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Maybe that's part of that clean eating. If, if someone doesn't know well, what that there's, is. There's a whole chapter in Healing Trauma with Yoga called Food is Mood. And if we're eating a lot of refined carbohydrates, we're eating excess sugar, we're setting ourselves up for not really a good mood. Processed foods, uh, so much of our food source is tainted right now. So you know, going to the farmer's market or even buying like frozen bags of spinach, there are a lot of foods that actually do increase our mood, uh, things that raise serotonin, like chickpeas, like cashew nuts, and there are foods that will help you calm down without uh, being like very heavy-duty carbohydrates that would put you into a coma. Things like turkey will increase um certain chemicals in the body, certain neurotransmitters like tryptophan so that you're more calm. There are certain refined, uh, well, certain grains that will also help you if you calm down sweet potatoes um, and healthy choices. So our food directly impacts our mood and it's also why it's so important for us to eat high water content foods because our body is 70% water. So we want to make sure that we're eating food with a lot of uh, fluid in them. Mm, that's so good. Can you teach us one of your mind-body techniques that we could start practicing today? Uh, sure. Um, I'd like to teach everyone a little mantra-based meditation. So all your listeners need to do is just sit up nice and tall with their feet grounded into the earth and take a few deep breaths and allow the shoulders to relax away from the ears. And just start to feel the breath move into the chest and the belly, and then exhale, and then inhale again, breathing into the chest, then bring that breath deep into the belly and exhale. And then as you're practicing this deep breathing technique, you can repeat a mantra to yourself that will affect you in a positive way. I like to use something as simple as I am peaceful, I am calm, I am relaxed and tie that into your breathing and just do that for you know three minutes five minutes ten minutes you'll feel different oh i love that thank you for sharing that with us and what's one of the things that you're seeing people struggle with the most right now and what you're sharing with them to sort of help them as a first step i think that we are all sitting in a place of great uncertainty and Pre-COVID, you know, life is always uncertain, but I think we all, myself included, like to have the illusion of certainty. 
and now we don't have that. So um, it becomes very challenging, but you know, as my friends in 12-step programs would say, you know, just kind of be here now, one day at a time. Um, I try to build in joy every day in my life, just like I build in my hour of movement. I also try to make sure that there's some joy in my day because it will buffer you against stress. It will help your immune system and you won't get as as weighed down and as heavy. So maybe for some people that's just turning on some good music and dancing around for 10 minutes. Uh, Might be interacting with some friends, calling your best friend up, uh, time with your children, your pets. So anything that you can do to add a little bit of joy to your life right now is going to be very helpful because our life is just a compilation of days and hours and minutes and it's all about being in a positive state and and experiencing joy. I found myself recently saying, I am in this moment because so often we're thinking about what's coming or what was or analyzing the future, the past, anything. And, and I would just stop myself and just say, no, no, wait, I'm in this moment. And I think kids do that really well. They're, they're like always in the moment, right? Why? Because they're not they just filled. The they're not filled with all the what ifs about the future. And they, you know, they, and, and they help us, I think, tie us into that moment to keep us present and aware. And I love how you say um, your health is your most valuable asset always. And I, I, I totally believe in that because if you don't have your health, like, what, what are you going to have after that? Yeah, absolutely nothing. I coach a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs on health and wellness because I see so many of them, uh, and probably many moms do this as well, um, you know, putting their health last on the list and that you really need to put your health first on the list because if your kids don't have you, if your company doesn't have you, if the world doesn't have you, you're going to be missed. Yeah. And I always tell, anytime I hear someone say they're retiring, I get so excited. And at first they're a little offended, but, but I'm like, no, you, you're, you're, you're healthy and you should be able to enjoy it. You have worked your entire life for this moment. And too often you see people retire and something happens or there's an early death or, or, and they, they weren't able to enjoy all those years that they have worked up to it. So I'm always like, no, your health comes first. And I'm so glad in you, and which is what inspires me to eat healthy, stay fit, so that as I age, I will have all of that health. Like, because without it, it because you can't undo. Say that was my dog. Um, you can't undo years of not taking care of yourself. No, no, you can't. It's lost. So. Yeah. I love what you're saying and, and even the, the simple things of the different foods that you're saying um, to just kind of restart us, recharge us. Because when we're stressed, we kind of go to those like those snack exactly. foods or that at we our go to outlet. The caffeine, we go to the sugar. Yeah, but um, get get out in nature, go for a walk. I love your, your hour hour of movement. Is that what she said you do? Yeah, every and day. And it doesn't have to be a full hour at a time. Like I've had a super busy day. I've done four podcasts. We had a big team meeting. But I, you know, took a half hour, walked my dog down to the beach, and he swam. I watched him. But just uh, just to, to break up your day with movement is so important, especially since we're all sitting so much behind screens. So true. I love that. Um, and you have a yoga retreat coming up the end of September in Fort Lauderdale called Stepping Out of Fear into Courage. What will participants experience at this retreat? Maybe you can give us a little 
t- taste test? They will, they will definitely experience a lot of joy. Uh, we will do yoga. We will meditate. Uh, we will have social time. There will be dancing, lots of dancing. And, um, you know, we might be encouraged to do one thing or two things that scare us. That's awesome. Oh, that looks, sounds exciting and something to look forward to. Um, and if, if there's one thing you could leave our listeners with today, um, what would you share with them? I would say uh, take care of your body, your mind, your spirit. Keep your third eye open. Uh, stay present. Try to see what's real and what's not. And um, just, you know, live each day as if it's your last Thank you so much. And where can people follow you if they want to? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Beth Shaw Mind Body. Uh, If you're interested in any of YogaFit's trainings or education or seminars, that's yogafit.com. If people want to connect with me personally, they can go to my website, bethshaw.com. And we've got lots of YogaFit social media pages, too, on Facebook and on Instagram. Thank you so much. And I'll include all of those in the description notes of this episode. Well, Beth, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and multiple podcasts today. It was so wonderful to have you on this show. And thanks for all you're doing to help all these women out there. And I hope your retreat just goes amazing. And it sounds like it's just going to be recharging for women. And um, that is just so awesome. So I'm just sending you all kinds of energy at to, as you uh, take the lead on all the projects you're doing right now. Thank you thank so you. much. Namaste. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Beth. Goodbye. Well, that's all we've got for this episode of the Momnificent Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would subscribe and rate if you really liked it. I know wherever you're listening right now, it might not be the best time to leave a comment, but feel free to leave a question, a review, or a comment at any time. And until next time, remember, don't worry, be happy.